When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a great football team with a lot of moral fiber and a lot of character, and they showed it. Shout, a Buffalo football podcast, hosted by Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot. No place else you'd rather be than right here, right now. When it's too tough for them, it's just right. Presented by Syracuse.com and NYUP.com. The Bills make me wanna. Welcome inside one of our favorite places in Western New York, Imperial Pizza on Abbott Road. They are so good to us. And so is my man, Pat Moran of Talking Buffalo Podcast, who is actually the producer today of this live show of Shout, a Buffalo football podcast. I'm joined by the legendary, it's right on the hat, Stevie Johnson, former Buffalo Bills wide receiver in town to be the legend of the game against the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Yes. What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be on. And uh, I appreciate uh, you know circling back and being around you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's really cool because cool, I'm going to tell a story in a second. Before I do, we got to pay the bills. We're brought to you by Tops Friendly Markets. And right now, you can enter to win $1 million. That's right, $1 million. Each week, Kings Hawaiian is pitting two city sliders against each other in the ultimate showdown. And you get to help decide the winner. Vote weekly for your favorite regional slider for a chance to win all season long and earn entries towards the $1 million prize. Explore the interactive stadium to play games, get recipes, share photos, and more. Visit topsmarkets.com slash red zone to enter. So I'm pretty sure my well wife. Done, tops. Yeah, yeah, nice. Tops is, Markets, nice. man. The official it. sponsor of the Shout Podcast. So I think my wife was showing you uh, off the screen or off the camera here. I was telling everybody that um, this is surreal for me because yeah. – I cover the Bills now, but for a long time, I was a diehard Bills fan. Yeah, indeed. And number 13 like was my guy. And that, so this is this is really cool. You're one of four jerseys that I ever owned. Wow. She was actually showing me, Pat, uh, a Facebook post where I was talking about how he was going to cook Terrell Revis that week uh, on Facebook. So this is really cool, man. Yeah, that's that's a, definitely a cool thing, seeing that um, and understanding, like, the work that we put in. It actually meant something to, to people that, at the time, I didn't have a personal relationship with, you know? So... Um, to be able to do things like this now in a community and be here on your podcast is is is, is a surreal moment. Like you said, it's, it's great. It's um, the process is is going still, you know, and um, I, I I enjoy it. I enjoy it. What's that like? Because like we were talking to off camera about just the connectedness that you can now have with not only the community but the team now yeah. and you know the media and all these kinds of things because of social media and just the world that we live in it's got to be kind of cool to stay so connected to it yeah it's actually really cool you know um me personally i felt like this was something that we wanted to do in my time where the social media the fans the how they was having fun, how they having fun now on social media like none of that was really going on back then you know but we kind of, I kind of had that vision of making that happen, you know. Um, and to see it happening now is is beautiful for the fan base mainly. Um, the, the 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 players on the team is cool. It's cool. They're cool. 
but I, I mainly I mainly do it because of Buffalo. You know, the fan base, they they loved me, they 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 supported me. So it don't matter who comes to the team, I feel like if you need some assistance, I'm here to help. Just let me know. You know what I mean? And it, it don't matter whether you're a starter or non-starter, whether you play a lot or a little. You know, if I can help, I can help because I'm a part of the Bills Mafia, you know? So you're in to uh, do the Legend of the Game. Um, I guess start with that. What's the schedule been yeah. like over the last couple of days? And you're pretty busy because, yeah. as we see right here, yeah, uh, there's always a way with Stevie there's J. You got a yourself yeah. a, a children's book that you're going around to schools and Indeed. talking about it and meeting kids. Well, yeah, like it was. A, it's a it's a busy schedule, but it's a blessing to to be busy. Um, and no matter what I, what I'm doing, there's always a way to to make a play. And and here we are. Um, we started we started off doing our, our our school visits. You know, me, Charlie, and Zach, the creators um, of the children's book. We we did a couple school visits. Um, we got we had some Delta Sonic. Um, inter, I mean, I interviewed some shows. Uh, we did some some things with Barefoot Wines. It was, it, was, it was pretty cool, you know, just getting around and and actually, like we said earlier, actually seeing the social media side get involved with football, you know, and um, that's that's what we're doing, having fun with it. I, I enjoy it. That's awesome. So, you know, thinking back to your career, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is the legacy that you left. And I think sometimes, like, we move from era to era so quickly uh -huh. as a the sports media world or the fan world. And sometimes we don't reflect, but for you, even being a part of a team like we talked about, like, you know, never making the playoffs yeah. and all the struggles that you guys that yeah. you personally, like what you did as a player, you know, left an impact. I was watching a clip. I'm sure you saw it from over the offseason where Sean McVay, who's one of yeah. the, you know, biggest, you know, personalities in sports right now, one of the offensive geniuses yeah. in, in football. He gave you some love comparing you to some of the greats. I mean, what's it like when you have somebody like that that still respects what you did as a player? You know, that was a surprise, a complete surprise to me. You know, once once again, I didn't even know McVay knew me like that. I did not expect him to bring my name up with any of those guys. But to, to hear it, it was just like I said, it's a it's a testament to the work that that was put in. And not only the work that was put in, but to be specific, I was doing it to bring the fans in the players as one, you know, I wanted to do that. When I was sitting, when I was a rookie, I was sitting on the sideline undressed and I seen players make plays. I seen the crowd going crazy, but I didn't see the, the engagement with the players in the, in the crowd. I wanted to have that, that, that connection. And um, I feel like, you know, with a coach like McVay now saying that about me, I feel like I, the, the work was, it was uh, done right. It was, it was proper. You know, <clears throat> You came in as a seventh round draft pick. You had to prove it. You had yeah. to earn it, right? When do you feel like things flipped a little bit and maybe you started getting the respect? Because, like, being down on the field, like, you see Stephon Diggs, like, people come up to him yeah. every game, no matter who they're playing. Like, people want to be – when did you feel like people were like, oh, no, that's Stevie Johnson. I got to go make sure I talk to him. Uh -huh. um, I, don't, I don't know when it, when it got to that point where others wanted to come talk to me. The main thing for me was – it was funny. We were just talking about this today. Um, I was with Terrence McGee. When I was practicing, I came into the league and I seen him and he was already like savvy. He was scoring touchdowns, doing his thing. But he was a really good, smooth defensive back, technician, everything. Um, when I was practicing against him daily and I heard him say, man, this kid Stevie, is he good. If I got him saying that about me, that's when I was like, OK, I feel like I belong in at least in this building. And, and if I got this guy having problems. Somebody that's not practicing with me is going to definitely have problems. So that was a, a moment to where I felt like I, I belonged here. You know, as far as the outside where fans came in, 
I don't know. I don't know exactly when that started. I'll probably say training camp, walking from the dorms across to the uh, field and seeing people running up. It's like, oh, dang, y'all. You know you're not supposed to be over here, right? But it don't matter. Come on, I signed it for you. You know yep. what I'm saying? So that that was uh, something cool. So training camp in Rochester was one of those times for that. So um, obviously we've been here for a few minutes. We've been eating some wings, which, by the way, get out to Imperial. Great experience in here. It's got the sports bar. You can go and watch the yeah, game. Yeah. Get some pizza, some wings. Unbelievable. Really, really. What do you think of the wings, by the way? The one right now is gonna be the best. It's the best right now. Wow. Yeah, I had I had the Loganberry wings for the first time and. I'm ready to Tell them not to cut you off, but I'm ready to go get some more, right? Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get yeah. you some wings. We'll get you some wings we, we try, and take them we, on the road. Whatever you got to do. They got really good Okay, food definitely. Really yeah, yeah. Food. I smelt it as we was pulling up. We was like a mile out, and I, I smelt it. I was like, okay, we're going in the right direction. <laughs> um, so we are talking about, like, some of the other, um, you know, modern people that are, you know, respecting your game, right? Like. Then you hear like these young rookies coming in the league. Garrett Wilson's like, yeah, I modeled my game after Stevie Johnson, first round pick, top ten pick. I mean, what's that like, man? That's got to be just like surreal to hear that and to know that. It it is, and it also gives me motivation to want to do more. Like as far as helping, you know, um, when I when I hear Garrett Wilson, top like you said, run down the list on an awesome player, and him saying that he used to watch me, I had no idea, you know what I'm saying? But if he watched me. Okay, imagine if he was actually talking to me and getting those type of skills. So when I hear from from him, the McVeighs, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson McVeighs, and um, I just feel like there's more kids out there that I can help, you know, and I, I want to be that be that person to do it, you know. Have you have you done any of that since you retired, like one on one work with any receivers? Yeah, yeah, actually, I have, I have, and um, I, I just wanted to do more, you know. Um, it was only something that I did because I I thought, hey, you play football, you know, now you train. But there was no substance to it, though, you know, up until COVID hit. And I realized I was unaffected by COVID. You know, my family was unaffected. And why? It's because of the work we put in, the things that I was doing throughout my career to make sure we're good if something happened. But that really woke up something in me to meet up with Charlie and, and create books for people, um, for kids, and then going out and really actively starting a mentor program like Exposure Academy to help these kids that's in the NFL some of them don't have the guidance. They spend their money. Some locker rooms aren't like the Bills locker room. You know, this is another thing. I'm, I might be going a little bit too long, but no, it's, it's no very serious. <laughs> like the Bills locker room was special because it wasn't a lot of people splurging on different things. You know, um, obviously the snow came, so you're not really buying Lamborghinis and et cetera, et cetera. So I was able to keep a lot of my money, you know, and within that, I learned a lot of ways and techniques to sustain that. And um, I think it's something that's special for new guys coming in and like you said with Garrett Wilson talking about he used to model his routes after me like there's so much more that you can model or, or learn and get better from from me um even from my, my down times is there is there anybody that you've worked is there anybody that you've worked with that um you can tell us a little bit about it like any like uh what, what are the training things like because I just think of like you know Josh Allen here and the work that he's done with a former player in Jordan Palmer and how he's credited him just for a big reason why his game's yeah. taken off. Yeah. I'm curious, like, any examples? The the main one is Keenan Allen. The okay. main one is Keenan Allen. We spent a lot of time, obviously, I played with him, and then we just developed a relationship, you know, off-seasons, um, just diving into, hey, if a, if a DB is on this side and you got this certain route, these are three options that you can use off the bat, you know what I mean? And then once you go from there, there's more options that you got in, in case he jump inside, or, you know what I mean? Things like that. So it's real intricate. Um, Keenan's one that's heavy. Um, 
I don't know if you if you remember Tyrell Williams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, baller. He he's another one. Um, he played for the Raiders for a little while. For, yeah, he ended up going to the Raiders after Chargers. Um, yeah, like those are those are guys that's, that's moved in, but the rookies. I want to continue trying to get more involved with the rookies now because it's a whole new class coming in, you know. And and these these receivers got skills like me and Stefan Diggs type skills, you know, mixed together. So. If, imagine if they can talk to Diggs all the time or have a line on me all the time. It's like you only go be a better person, you know. So I just want to be open and out there for them to, to uh, you know, elevate their game. Well, I know Bills fans watching this right now are probably sitting there like, all right, what is this Garrett Wilson business? We don't want Stevie helping out Garrett Wilson. <laughs> I think that there's there's more to this than that, yeah. like than the, the team part of it. It's the, you know, sharing kind of like what you learn Indeed. with the next generation of players and at the end of the day, it's interesting because even Stefan Diggs, for as much as he's competitive, he's talked so much about being invested in, in the success of other people, yeah. you know, that, you know, friends or, you know, acquaintances. And so I'm wondering, like, have you have you reached out to Garrett at all? Is that something that you're working on? Or Yeah, yeah, no, I've reached out. We, we made connection already. We are uh, locked in. I haven't been able to get on the field with him yet. Obviously, um, draft happened. We was doing a lot of things now. We in season. So I'm hoping to um, find some time in the offseason and, and link up with him. But not only just just with Garrett, but with this with this exposure academy, I want to bring a lot more receivers in. You know, I want to bring them to Buffalo, actually, to Highmark Stadium, and have uh, where they have NFL pass rush summits. They got the tight end summit type yep, things. Yep. You know, I want I, I was thinking about bringing something like that for receivers. You know, and um, establishing it in Buffalo so the community can be a part of it. Also, you know, That's something awesome cool. Idea. And you're going to be in the, you know, the building on Sunday. Maybe, maybe chat with Von Miller about yeah. it because he, he's yeah. written the book on that. That's, exactly. that's really cool. Exactly. And uh, what what a special time to have uh, the ultimate closer with us, you know. Like that's – he's he really solidified me thinking Super Bowl. Yeah, why not? We, we're going to win a Super Bowl. And um, it's just because of the work. It's not just talking. You know, he's put in the work with, with multiple teams. I think he's the only one on our team – with two Super Bowls or with a Super Bowl appearance, I can't think of nobody else. But like, can you imagine playing with somebody like you're playing with Hall of Famers? So for the rookies and the younger guys, you have a vision right there, you know. Um, and he's not the only guy that can be a Hall of Famer on this team. You know, we got probably four or five guys that can be Hall of Famers on this team. And that's a special time for, for Buffalo. We spent a lot of time talking about it the last couple of weeks about the differences between this roster and the one last year when they kind of went through a little bit of up and down before yeah. they really took off after that Tampa Bay game. And I think one of my observations being in the building every day and talk being around these guys is there's such a level of calm that Vaughn brings in because he's seen everything. Yeah. So yeah. In, in, in when the when the bullets are firing and the stress levels are high. He has so much experience to kind of tap into, and all these other guys, I feel like they've been a, they've got their own experiences yeah. now too, and they all just kind of feed into it. Together. Exactly, it's a it's a great time for, like I said, the fans, the players, the G, the uh, general met, the management group, the coaches. You know, everything is working at the same time, and like you said, Bomb brings a, a a certain element, and then the players also got that element to where we've been through it also, so we we know, you know what I mean. And I, and I think the timing is just right, you know. Um, once again, I'm not guaranteeing or saying, yeah, we're doing Super Bowl or whatever because I'm a, I'm a Bills fanatic. I really believe, like, this team is from the depth and just, like, once again, like, it's so hard to have the coaches, the management, and players all on one, one accord. Then you got a community like this. You got everything you need. That's peace of mind.
Buffalo um, for sure rides for you, uh, and you wrote, you wrote for them a little bit Indeed. in the draft. Indeed. Uh, when you came out, you kind of corrected that dude who said uh, one of the three <laughs> New York teams. Yeah, yeah. You made a point I always kind of like poke at people on social media about that. I think it's funny. Right. Um, but what was that experience like? How much did you know about James Cook, and, how, and what are your impressions of him so far? Because obviously it's been a little bit of a struggle yeah. at times. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's, let's, start, let's start with the struggle. Um, it's, it's normal. It's normal. I just hopefully that hopefully he's not like into his own mind thinking he just because he didn't have he's not having a, a stellar or a stud type season that he thinks, oh, this maybe my game isn't ready for. No, it ain't, it ain't that. It's just about getting acclimated, get, finding your, your positions on the team. Um, you know, what I mean, it's just little little steps that that help you. Um, but I knew about him since. He was at Georgia, you know, because I'm a Kentucky Wildcat. I've seen him torch as a, a couple years. Uh, and I was like, yeah, this dude, this dude is nice. This dude is pretty good. And then when I seen we had the draft pick, I'm in the back and I'm like, James Cook, Georgia? What? <laughs> like, that's that's kind of wild that I'm looking at this dude, obviously torching us at, at Kentucky. And then months later, I get the, I get the uh, card and his name is on it. Um, at first, I didn't recognize. And I was like, man, wait, the Georgia run? That's number Four, I think, yeah, he was a baller. The dreads, yeah. And then, like, we got him. Oh, my goodness. And then we start going through all of these trades, like, oh, we're going to trade back here. I didn't know how things was going with the, with the draft. Mm-hmm. I was thinking somebody's going to snatch him. Right. Like, Please, nobody take this kid. And, yep. and you know, obviously ours is a lock, but you can go back on it. But, uh, yeah, so we ended up keeping him. card, and then the trades happened. And then the trades so was happening. they were going to take Cook. At the spot they were at, and they were just like, "Oh, let's see if he's still there in a couple minutes." Right? Yeah. And then I was just worried, like, "Dang, I, ho- I hope, I hope nobody snatch him. I hope nobody snatch him because adding him, another playmaker to this playmaking roster, just gotta find your your place, and then you know you'll you'll be cool. You'll be cool." A lot of Bills fans just clamoring for like Christian McCaffrey. Actually, we have one right here right now who came. He's he's a he's a super fan of the Shout Podcast. He's become a real good friend of mine. Nice, Scott Maranto. He's over at the bar. And every what time up, we Scott? do a show, he talks about Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Do you think it, that this Bills team needs another like super weapon like that? Why not? You know, why not? I, I feel like from the outside looking in, this team doesn't mind having more playmakers, you know. Uh, it, and also from the outside looking in, I, I know this is a tough game. Injuries happen. Knicks happen. So if we add another playmaker, it's only going to help our team. Because once we get that su- Super Bowl ring, everybody's going to get that, you know. Um, I don't think these guys have a problem with having other stars on the team. So just adding another one is only beneficial to, uh, to our, our ultimate goal. I want to ask you this. Um, we're going to bring Charlie in uh, in a few minutes. So you have a lot of, like, iconic moments from your career. Obviously, the Why So Serious, sure, uh, Jersey Pole, um, you know, the, the drop, obviously, yeah. something yeah. like things that have, like, you know, big time moments that right. not every player can, can say right. they have one of those right, things. Right. You have a lot of like, right. you know, the Plaxico Burris thing. Yeah, a lot of. What are you asked about the most? Like when you meet fans or or NFL people in the NFL, what's like <laughs> one of the one of the things that people talk to you most about? Definitely, why so serious? Okay. Why so serious is the one. Um, it was one of those things because we've gone against these iconic receivers and they they call themselves Batman and Robin. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think To was with us. Yeah, he was with us the year before or something like that. And um, yeah, just going there and establishing that why so serious type thing. It was like because of those other iconic moments where I was having fun and I was just telling myself, like, why am I being so serious? It wasn't even directed at the Batman and Robin 
uh, Chad and Ocho thing, but it was just perfect timing for that, you know? So um, I just ran with that, with that story. But the why so serious thing is what I get talked about a lot. And, and is and is mainly because I was actually taking a lot of things serious and <laughs> I had to have a check, a talk with myself. Awesome. Charlie, why'd you get in here, man? Charlie. So um, Charlie Roberts, which actually in true Buffalo fashion, I've known Charlie for what, 15 years? 15 okay. years. Okay. Uh, come in just a little tighter. Got to get it, make sure where all of our faces are on the camera. And so we used to cover uh, UV basketball together on wow. the same press row. And so I ran into him. Uh, our kids go to the same school now. And we were catching up. And obviously, the work that you guys have done. So I guess to start off with, how did this book idea kind of, how was it born? And then Take me through the process of how, you know, we got to this place. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, you know, like all good stories, you know, I like to say that it, it, it starts and ends with a good beer, but uh, <laughs> Stevie did a collaboration with a brewery up in Lewiston, uh, Brickyard Brewery, one, one of my favorites, uh, shout out Brickyard. Um, you know, and I, I, I had the beer, I, I tweeted a picture of it, it was kind of a nothing tweet, didn't really think much of it, it was just, it was a good brew, it was a good Bill's game, you know, celebrating, Stevie liked the tweet, and we we kind of bantered a little bit about the beer and I, I thought nothing more of that. The next night I'm out for a run, you know, and I just can't get that handle business, have fun mentality out of my head. And I was thinking about it and I got down a rabbit hole in his social feeds and like every other picture is him in the community, him with kids, him, him tweeting something positive. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, there's, this dude's a children's book, right? Like uh -huh. he, he is a children's book. Right. That thought kind of ping pong, you know, between my ears, you know, for the next five miles that night and um, got home and just scribbled down every idea I had on paper. And while I had his attention, you know, DM'd him right back and was like, dude, I think I have an idea for a children's book. And he's like, bro, give me your number. He's like, we got to talk. Yeah. I'm already working on a coloring book. <laughs> you know, I, I got a guy in Buffalo who's an illustrator, wow. Zach McCabe. Yeah. He's like, it, it's like the universe has spoken here, you know? Um, yes. so from there, we just kind of went back and forth, you know, um, I, I, got those ideas a little more fleshed out, um, gave a first draft to Stevie. We got Stevie's voice in it. Um, got the illustrator at the table and, uh, you know, here we are a little less than a year later, uh, one book down, a coloring book out and, uh, you know, a third on the way. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. It was, um, it was, it was supposed to happen in a sense. It was supposed to happen, you know? It was random, you know, and, yep. and, he, and he took a chance. That's that's one thing that, that I like about it. He took a chance contacting me, you know what I'm saying, um, and being vulnerable, you know. And that, sometimes that's what it's about. You got to go out there and be vulnerable, and then who knows what will come out of it. And here we are, like you said. We got two books down, and, and we got more plans in the future, you know. That's so amazing. And yeah. It's funny because I was telling Stevie, you know, my son, this is his first uh, uh, summer where he went to his camp. camp yeah and got to experience and I'm like this is like a true like perfect scenario where like he's living this life like this isn't something where like you know some people just like have an idea it's a, it's part of kind of who you are I mean you, you get back you're you're a real pillar in the community for kids wow yeah that's that's great to hear because I, I really believe in the community I believe in the youth and I and I want to do my part to help them out even a little bit when they grow up you know what I'm saying because it's a tough world and whatever spark we can give whether it's through a book or at the camps, giving some type of encouragement, it can go a long way. It can go a very long way. What's been what's been the most fun part of this process for you? 
man, you name it. I mean, just being here at the table with you guys is a lot of fun, right? I, I was telling Stevie the other night, we were, we were texting back and forth, you know, he's, this dude's being humble, right? Like he, he genuinely wants to make a difference. And I told him, I'm like, listen, we are making a difference. I had um, the other day, true story, I'm out in Wegmans and a lady came up to me, you know, and said, Hey, you're the guy who worked with Stevie Johnson to write the children's book. I said, true story, right? Yeah. You know, and he's, yeah, you came to my school, you know, and uh, just cu- couldn't say enough about how much you love the book, love the message, you know, love that we were out there doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so to me, that that really was like kind of my like wow moment. Right. Oh, nice. Like, nice. Like to be to be recognized, yeah. you know, um, but but more so, you know, about the work and about the quality right. of the work and the message. Right. Um, I, yeah. I mean, that's. But yeah, I mean, just the stuff we did today too, being at the schools and seeing the kids, I mean, that's what it's about, right? Right. And the friendship, it seems like. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. that's kind of cool too. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely found I definitely found a brother. Yeah. I definitely found two brothers with, with Zach. He's not here right now, but yeah. I mean, we found family in a sense, and we all got the got us got the same goal. And that's just helping others, you know, helping others prevail, giving the others a platform. Um it's just great. It's great to be in, in these uh, classrooms with the kids. And it's not only about football. I mean, playing football is actually a book. Like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Um, speaking of amazing, there's a lot of deals going on at Tops right now. Um, it's, it's the season to save on groceries and yes. all of your holiday gifts. Christmas bonus is underway at Tops Friendly Markets. Shop at Tops and save $10 at all your other favorite stores uh, and restaurants with over 25 gift cards to choose from. There's something for everyone in your list. And don't forget to treat yourself to some extra savings, too. Save on great gifts like uh, toys and games from GameStop or Toys R Us at, at Macy's. Uh, great family dining at Applebee's or Buffalo Wild Wings, that new big screen TV you want from Best Buy, and so much more just by shopping at Tops. Be Santa's biggest little helper with Christmas bonus from Tops. Visit topsmarkets.com slash Christmas bonus. Shout, a Buffalo football podcast hosted by Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot. What's up, everybody? Matt Perino here, one half of the Shout Buffalo Bills football podcast, here today to talk to you about Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 5 million members. It is the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. You just pick more or less on two or more player stats for a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. Testing your skills on prize picks this playoff basketball season is the most simple way to get in on the action. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and submit your lineup. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. Download the app today and use code SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today and use code SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I did a little digging 
um, because I just want to look at all the wide receiving coaches you had uh, while you played. And you had four in Buffalo, I think. Uh, tell me if I'm Stan wrong. Stan Hickson. Yeah, see if you can do them. Stan, Stan Hickson. Um, um, Ike Hilliard was, was the last. Um, what's the tight, tight end? He was a tight end coach. Perry – no, not Perry Fuel. It was uh, He was a tight end. I can't even remember his name. I put him on the spot. Oh, my goodness. What was Coach Tyke? Bay? No, not Tyke Tobin. Okay. That, was our, that was the first one. You gave me that one. Yeah, I gave me that one. Yeah, gave I, gave me that one. I messed up. Tyke, shout out Tyke, too. But I'm going to throw him under the bus right now. Okay. I'm going to throw him under the bus right now. No, 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 no. You can throw him under the bus. Oh, I don't right, right, throw him under the bus. So, look, Kansas City been on me ever since I, I, I made this cut block on Eric Berry. Uh-huh. And I, I definitely – did not mean to hurt him like that. Um, he's a SEC guy, you know what I'm saying? So I always respect SEC players. Um, I was just being informed as a rookie, if you don't go make this cut block on this run and, and he makes a tackle on Fred, you're going to get fined. You, goes, you know what I mean? He made it. I did not want to get fined. I never had money before, so I'm trying to keep all my money. <laughs> so I made sure I went and had this cut block. I didn't even see where Freddie was. It, like, what even necessity for it? Mm-hmm. And I made the cut block, and like his knee was was out, and I just felt hella. I just felt real bad about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I, I just been getting a lot from that. Not that it's bothering me or anything, but it. it now that I'm on, I'm able to do this. Yeah. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna say, Tyke, you the reason why why that happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. That, well, that's gonna be tough because, like, for a long time, cut blocks. I mean, it was part of a game. A it part was of a part of the game, right? Yeah, part of the game. Over the time, you realize, like. You gotta keep guys healthy. You don't want to, you don't really want to be doing that. But exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've seen some stories in the league, like from coaches. I mean, Bounty yeah. Gate that was, yeah, out, yeah. was out there. He, he wasn't as 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 serious as the Bounty right, Gate, right, but right, 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 right. he really made an emphasis on if this this safety get get our running back, you're gonna get fined, and it don't have nothing to do with the team. I'm gonna find you. So <laughs> so yeah, I was just making sure I was keeping all my money. How, how hard must it be now, though? I mean, you can't even you can't play like that these days. So yeah, how, yeah. No. These guys, like, how hard do you think it is for them to switch off? And have like a, a, a hit zone, right, or a strike zone. Well, I mean, every it's all man, it's all doable. You know, it's the guys that's making those bad hits, they know what they're doing. You know, what I mean, they know they can control it or do a certain way. Only ones that's like kind of uh, kind of cool is is where when when they when the guy catches it and he his head go down or something. But like most times, it can be controlled. Like even the one when I when I got with Eric, it could have been controlled. I could have got there in front of him and did this. I didn't even have to dive at his leg, but um. You, you go through things and you learn from it, though. I also think I feel like it's tough, too, like watching it so close for so long now. Things are happening so fast out there. I think a lot of stuff like, yeah, sure, maybe you have that in your mind like you're going to do it. But in a lot of times, too, like there's probably a moment where, hey, I got to – the only way I'm getting to this guy is if I cut off. Go through. Go through. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you got to just make have a better angle. To be honest, yeah, you got to have a better angle. Don't go at the person. Go to, like, where he's going to be. And then you got to figure it out from there, you know. Um, there's always, there's always a way. Yeah. <laughs> there's always a way. Yeah, like the, the speed of the game, it don't matter. Like you're there, you under, If you watch film, the speed wouldn't be so fast, you know. So there, there's a way to make the plays without having to be illegal or um, even doing cut blocks. You just got to have that want in you. Bob Bicknell. Bob Bicknell. Yeah, big. There he is. We call him big. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That that was an interesting time there. Um, I kind of understood he. He was kind of just filling in a spot. Right. Uh, he was cool, real cool dude. But it was like one of them times where it was like, are are they are they serious? Are we serious right now? You know. Um, I always have respect for him, 
but at the same time, it's like, dude, we're a professional team. We don't need – I don't need you to give us – just you just throwing in – he wasn't even a receiver. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm probably talking too much now. You guys, no, it's okay. It's okay. Listen, though. Listen, there's, there's, some, there's another example, though, of this my, on the current team that I think is important. And, and, like, I think the importance of – the reason I asked all this anyway is because the receiving group in Buffalo right now with Chad Hall – that is a, a group that's so intertwined. He's been such a key part of the development of so many guys. Nice. Isaiah McKenzie, Gabe Davis, obviously Stephon Diggs has credited him, Cole Beasley and John Brown before him. He's been a really great position coach. And I think of Josh Allen, when he came into the league, he had Juan Castillo, who was like an offensive lineman. He's like an offensive right. line coach. That's like, right. that's wild. And, you know, they wanted somebody that could kind of direct the ship a little Indeed. bit. But sometimes, you know, you got to have somebody that has done it. And I think like right. that's why Ken Dorsey was so good at it. Right. Now, obviously, they have Joe Brady. He's got a lot of experience in different things. But I think I'm, I'm always interested about the positional coach and the and impact that can have on a player. Well, yeah, and when you're saying that, it was a great question. It was a great conversation for it. Um, Ike Hilliard was that guy. He was only here for a little bit. You know, at the end of that season, I think me and him was the only one that, that got, kicked out the st- got kicked out the facility. But he was an actual receiver. He was actually teaching our guys and developing our, our young guy, naming um, – Marcus, Kevin, um, who else? Who else we had in there? Uh, hey, uh, Donald Jones and David Nelson. You know, they was all undrafted guys, but they were pretty good. And it's right. because we we had that coach. You know what I'm saying? We look at them a little bit different. We give them all respect, but when you got a player that was top five or whatnot, uh, you know he's done. Is it's just a, it's just a difference. You know, it's just a difference other than having. You know, offensive linemen, coaching receivers, like, I'm going to listen to you and all that, but it's like I'm kind of on my own, really. You know what I'm saying? But Have you watched the Bills game with him? No, not yet. We, we tailgated uh, uh, for the Tennessee game. That was a lot of fun yeah. at the Bills Mafia house. I think we only got to watch Fitz um, perform on Thursday night. Yeah, and then, that was going to be one of my uh, questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. He, he walked into my house. Oh, man. He walks in my house and walks by the TV, stops looks over and there's spits on TV. He's like, yeah, I didn't even know at the Yo. time. Yeah, I didn't even know at the time. <laughs> was that Can- Kansas City? Hey, uh, okay. Yeah, right there. Yo, like, yeah. Let's go. Let's go I've never seen that when that fits so match. This, uh, this was a 26 shirt. Um, they did this, uh, I think, last year and I saw it. I'm like, bro, I got to get that. Like, that's that is, that's fire. Like that. When he did this, so I worked at the UFC for five years in Vegas. What? Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. And so, um, Right in the heart of the Conor McGregor era. So when he came out here looking like Conor McGregor, Whoa, I'm like, okay, that had to blow up. This is awesome. Yeah, I, I made it my profile picture for a little yeah, while. Yeah. And I love Vince. I mean, that, yeah, that yeah. era was, people don't realize too, like, there was so much bad football and it was such a grind of those early 2000s that when you guys got here, even though that wasn't like playoff teams, yeah. it was like finally notoriety. Like, like Vince was like fun and right. he was putting up stats and you were right. putting up stats and right. we had some attention on the city. Indeed. And so, I, I I know Bills fans look back at that era of Bills as maybe not. I mean, listen, what they are now is kind yeah. of like a whole different. There's a really special place for that. Group. Right, right. It's like the beginning of it, you know, in a mm-hmm. sense. You know, we, we was great with our with the glory years, the 90s. Um, and then with us, it, it kind of it definitely fell off. But we was the ones kind of getting it back from the um, like the overall picture not basically just wins and losses it was like the overall bringing the whole community together you know i think that was that was the start of it and now what we're seeing now is basically uh the growth from that you know so we got to talk about fitzy uh what's 
what's the early returns on uh, the the beard in the booth? Because uh, it's first of all, the dynamic I think is kind of a little bit strange because they got so many people on that desk. But I think he's been great. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think he's uh he's 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 made for it. He's definitely made for it. He's got the charisma. He's got the everything that you need to fill in the blanks when it's time to speak or whatnot. Like he's really good at that. He's awesome at that. We know. But then you add his how he's different. He's his style, his flavor. You know, it's like, come on now, you 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 can't really complain with that or argue with it. He's uh he's perfect for it. I say. He seems really honest too, right? Yeah. Like real candid. Um, I don't know. He goes about it in a different way. I mean, which is kind of how he lives his life, right? Indeed. Indeed. He does talk about the, the challenges, though. Like, have you ever talked thought about going into the booth? Because he's like, he's just he just finished playing, so he's got tons of relationships still in the league, and so it's like you almost like might see some people you know pregame, then maybe have to bash him a little bit after the game. I, I think he does a good he does a good job at at not bashing. You know, he he knows how to deflect the bash in a sense not like i did earlier with the coaches talk <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's why fits it's fits he's fits magic man but uh yeah no nah, he's, he's he's a great dude he's a great dude overall and he even if he does, was to bash somebody it's only for the job you know he definitely don't feel that way personally he's a, one of the best dudes I, i've been around um so let's talk a little bit about stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. you know watching him is just like it's one of those things where I think like to take for granted being around him for a while because he's so fluid. He's so effortless. Like how rare of a skill set does he have? Somebody that's played the position, knowing what he can do and knowing the teams are game planning specifically to take him out. And he's still, still he's like among, I mean, yeah. he's second in the league in receiving with yeah. a bye week already. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's as special as having back to back to back to back to back to back thousand yard season that's how special it is to see this kid i personally feel like he gonna get at least eight and then maybe we'll see what happens after that but that's how rare this this type of athlete is right now and not only him but you got josh you know what i'm saying like i said i wouldn't have the opportunity to make three thousand yard seasons if it wasn't for fitzpatrick if it wasn't for coach gailey and obviously the line doing what they're doing they're probably doing their part but with with digs you haven't uh fits not only that, I mean, not face uh, Josh Allen. You still got Gabe Davis. You still got Dawson Knox. You still got Devin Singletary. You know, you got everybody. A lot of people on the team to where this eleven group, this eleven people is gonna have to worry about somebody. Now you leaving this guy Diggs open, and as soon as you do that, that connection that the quarterback and receiver got is is impeccable. You know, it's an advantage. You're gonna be at the walkthrough tomorrow. I mean, how how tough yeah. is it for you to be there? You know, you're in good good shape, good health. I love this. I'm in, I'm in good walking shape, yeah. good 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 looking shape. But when, as soon as I run a few few hours, I'm like, hey, look, I'm done. I can't I can't <laughs> do this. I can't do this. But um, the competitiveness don't it don't ever leave. Like I, I felt like so I was on uh, One Bills Live the other day, and they asked about um, you know similar similar question, and I answered it with, I'm glad that Gabriel Davis is doing what he's doing because. A lot of players, I mean, the fans aren't saying, oh, we wish we had another 13. We wish we had you, Stevie, this and that. And I'm the type of person that's like, all right, I'm about to start working out then because I'm trying to come back. You know what I mean? And I, I swear on everything, I'm in I'm in bed really thinking like like tomorrow I'm going to practice. You know, like it, it was wild. But now when we got a guy like Gabe doing this thing, I can be at, be at ease, you know, like. They're good. They're good. I don't need to think about it. I can come back. I can make it. I'm only 36. I can I can get one more in or two more. I can catch a couple first downs. 
But um, yeah, like like my time is up. So going to see this practice, I'm I'm cool with just being on the side. Not even a little FOMO. No, no, not not at, not at all, not at all. I mean, but if they do say, hey, I got up some pads in the jersey for you, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I think like sometime in the off season, like when you do put together this football camp. You just invite a couple of guys out there, put on the pads, run a couple routes. Right, right. I think knows? that's the way to go. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I, I, I'm, I'm good for. I'm for it. I'm for right. it. I'm and, oh, it. speaking of Gabriel Davis, I got to ask your reaction to that touchdown catch against the one handed. The, the, yes. the one where he caught it with two and took it. Like what, man? Which one? The one handed. Yeah, I, I got to get oh your reaction. To that. that goodness, that was special. Yeah, very special. It was like eighty yards, eighty nine, eighty nine yards or whatnot. One hander with a guy all over him. Man, baller, baller. You know, um, once again, it's just it's just a, the depth. The depth of the team is is great. You got a player, your, that's your second guy, putting up numbers like that, putting up uh, plays like that. It's just, it, what if, what if? I mean, like in the future, he's going to be that guy, you know, and he, we'll be talking about him with that cur- a consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. So um, I'm just looking forward to the growth of everybody, you know, seeing how far they can go. Um. We're going here. How long have we gone here, Pat? 39. So I, I did a little contest, and I got to look off camera at AJ, who, who's over there. Do we got a do we got a fan that's coming on or no? We got a fan coming on. Yeah. Who won, who won the drawing? You coming on? Yeah. You want to find out? Get him in here. So we did a little contest when we did this. I said DM me uh, that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And I'll send you time and place. And we'll okay. shoot with Stevie. And then we'll do a drawing. Problem is, we did this at 2 o'clock, middle of a work day. <laughs> and uh, Jeff, is that your name, right? Yes. Jeff came out. What up, Jeff? Got, got the microphone. Congratulations. Right. Congratulations. Here a little bit more. So, um, yeah, you came out here in the middle of a work day. And now you're on the Shop Football Podcast. Absolutely. Nice. Love it. Love it. It's nice. great to be back. Uh, I'm from South Buffalo originally. So being okay. back in South Buffalo nice. and hanging out here, hey, you know. I'll take an afternoon off of work for this. Awesome. How, how you feel about the, um, the the cereal smell? South Buffalo is where the, the, the General Mills is, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, going going from, from South Buffalo to downtown for work every day when I lived here, it's a you know, different smell every day. Yeah, it's Cheerios. It's Lucky Charms. Nice, it's great, man. Nice, it's great. nice. I love it. I love it. So what's your favorite part about this season so far? It, you know, it's, it, it's tough to say, but, you know, watching both the offense and the defense dominate. You know, a lot of years – You'd see, you know, our defense is good, but, you know, all we can do is run the ball, you know, four yards in a cloud of dirt, right? And, uh, and this year, it's just slinging the ball all over the place. At the same time, taking the quarterback down on defense. It's great. Yeah, it's right. good. It's, show, it's showtime, basically. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. You, you come to the games or you turn the game on and you just know, like, there's a feeling that there's going to be a show either on offense or defense. You know, it's not a, I wonder if we'll win. It, 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 you know, we either know we're going to win, but then we're going to see some highlights, somebody getting hurdled over or somebody getting one-handed or, or digs, uh, destroying uh, a DB um, or Vaughn or, or Tremaine. Like, it's, it's, just, drag a, swag. it's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, this, this is a great time for the Bills uh, country. Do you – how do you watch the game? Do you watch the game, like, pacing? Do you watch it chill, lay back, you swear? Like, how do you, how do you experience <laughs> games? Uh, we – I mean, we – I don't really pace. I sit back and I chill, or I'll be at um at my daughter's softball game, and I'm either on uh, Twitter looking at what's going on. Um, so my 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 not pacing, but my chatting back and forth, it'll probably be on on social media more gotcha. so than you know talking at the TV. 
Um, but yeah, it's always a good time. I either got some some friends on the phone or we got a group message going on our former players. Um, and we just just you know watching it like like everyone else. I was like, got a question for Stevie? <laughs> I, I don't know if I have a question. I mean, but but I, but I got to say, you know, when 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 you were playing for the team, I mean, you know, watching you play. I've been a Bills fan for a long time, and there's a lot of hard years in there. But watching you play, like it, it was fun. It was fun, man. And, and watching you run routes too. I mean, you know, when I played Pop Warner, I was a, I was a receiver. Nice. wasn't very good. <laughs> but but watching your moves with your feet, man, it, it was it was just a lot of fun. And uh, you know, obviously, like seeing Diggs do it now, it's like, oh yeah, hey, I've seen that before. Yeah, I've seen nice. it before in a Bills jersey. <laughs> nice. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate appreciate that a lot. And. Uh, yeah, once again, like you even throwing that in with like with the Diggs thing, like that's that's great because I mean he he one of the greatest and yeah. he'll, he he's potentially a Hall of Famer, I say, you know, so it's pretty cool. This has been an awesome time right here at Imperial uh, Pizza, and gotta check out the wings, the Loganberry uh, yes. Barbecue. Stevie yes. Johnson put the stamp on it. Yes. Going some more uh, yes. here in a minute. And speaking of uh, things you gotta eat, uh, Tops has covered uh, game day, your tailgating spreads. You get large cheese and pepperoni pizza, chicken wings. They got the breakfast pizza. You had a, you, you had a tough breakfast pizza? Yeah, I have had a tough okay. breakfast pizza. Okay, that's fire. Yeah, that's the yeah, definition I of fire, have. okay? <laughs> when we signed Tops as the as the official sponsor, I stamped that because of the breakfast there pizza. There it is, yeah. So there, there you go. Is. For Stevie Johnson, for Jeff, I am Matt Perino. Thank you for tuning in to Shout. We'll see you after the game. Sunday Night Football. Stay up late with us. Take care, everybody. Go Bills. Shout, a Buffalo football podcast hosted by Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot.